Welcome to this edition of the Out of Context Podcast, where gymnophoria is a sense that someone is mentally undressing you. I am your host, Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you're still my friends for now, I guess. I go by Adrian, and today we are joined by the woman of the hour. She does have a tower of power, but I really don't want to see it. Ashley Majestic. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? Hello. So, wait, hold on a second. That where it's the fear someone's undressing you or that someone's staring at is called gymnophobia? No, uh, gymnophoria is a sense that someone is mentally is mentally undressing you. So do you think it's called gymnophoria because some guy started doing it and his wife realized that that's what he was doing and she was like, Jim, no! And that's why it's called gymnophoria. Oh yeah, you've had a long week. That joke didn't hit. But I mean, maybe at the end of the show we might have a better one for us. But yeah, I mean... I mean, but still, that someone is mentally undressing you, I mean, how could you really tell that someone's mentally undressing you? I mean, I don't know. It's like in the eyes, someone's looking at you, and you're like, they're looking at you, you're like, damn. Or someone's looking at you, they're undressing you, and they're like, oh, no, why, why did I imagine that? Because that's what I do. I'll people watch a lot, and I either come up with stories about their life during the few seconds I see them, or they're sitting there, and I'll just determine what their life story is. And there's sometimes where I'll just imagine someone what they look like, probably naked, and I'm like, hmm, that's odd. Okay. This raises a lot of questions. Is that why you bought me so many apple fritters? Because you didn't, you wanted to cover up my no-no spots, and you didn't want to see me like that. Is that's why I kept, you know, you kept, you know, keep eating all the fritters? Yeah, sure. That's that's totally the reason. Nothing else. I think we stumbled upon something that therapists really work out later. Um. So, how's your evening so far? I mean, how has your week been? Uh, ups and downs. So many ups and downs. Uh, I mean, did I do anything? Oh, yeah. Over the weekend, went to Universal with my husband and some friends, got drunk, watched Black Panther 2, which was an amazing movie. And Sunday, did we do anything? No, I don't think I did. No. It was just work. It's just work and life right now. And work has just gotten a little bit more bit. Oh. I wouldn't say busy as in customer-wise because it's the holidays, but it's been busy for me because there's projects and stuff I'm working on. But other than that, my week is just... It is. That's. But yours? What about yours? Are you a grandfather yet? No, not yet. Um, I mean, hopefully he's not working on it because I will sew his pee-pee hole shut if you ever did. And, uh, you know, I had this weird premonition... I had this dream, I guess, is more or less like a, just a, just a vision, you know, of you with a big old belly carrying triplets, you know, and, and there's other ones on the way. And I really felt the need just to buy you more gifts for your children. I know your husband's going to be extremely happy. So I have faith in you, too. I mean, you're going to make a terrific, a terrific mother. Gross, yeah. Oh, come on. It's not really that bad. I mean, speaking of gross, the title of this show is going to be called Taking a Piss. Now, oh my God! It's, why? Why? Why would you call it that? Take this ride with me. Now, in the UK, to be lazy and to not really do things, you know, to the best of your ability, is called taking a piss. So, come on, it's culture, people. It's culture. So we're gonna just kind of wing it today. I mean, we have a couple things we'll we'll slightly touch on, giggity, and we just see where the evening takes us. So, just some random thoughts here, and you can jump in any any time you want to. I mean, why do they call it taking a pee? I'm curious. I mean, what's the origin of the word pee? Of course, you urinate and, you know, all the other euphemisms for it, but why do they call it pee? I'm just, just curious. 
you know what? What P? Um, I stumped you. I don't know. I stumped you. I don't know. I well, I'm just trying to think of something funny to go with P, but it's like, because it's a penis, it starts with a P, and you're getting stuff out of it, so it's P, penis. <laughs> well, I mean, for the women's side, they you know, they really don't have that organ, so you kind of have to, you know, wonder. Let's see. <sighs> you started it. Crass, so so crass on this show. This is this is not for the children this week. You, you said it. You told me, oh, women are different. No, that they have to the bottom part that you it can go by a V or um, or a P, just like with a man's thing, it can be a P, it can be a D, uh, it can be a C, um, it can be an M, it can be really any letter if you think about it. I mean, it could be a W. See, Wang. <laughs> Wang. Of course, you would catch that, and of course, also just some more random stuff. I mean, why do why do some people drink their own pee for health when they know it's just just bodily waste? I don't I don't understand that either. Supposedly, I actually heard this on a podcast I listened to recently. So apparently, I'm not looking at the this. Oh, I could, but apparently, there's a scientific study that when like in your pee, there's like a lot of minerals, vitamins, all, all the stuff that your body has, nutrients. There we go. And your body is just letting all that out because it's emptying itself. And so what some people do is they'll bottle it up. Sometimes they'll put it through a purifier. Sometimes they'll drink it like a shot. And supposedly it's like to help them be younger because the nutrients that their body was discarding, they're putting those nutrients back into their body. And I'm, I don't know why people's like, hey, I want to live forever. I'm going to start drinking my pee. I don't understand that. Um, and then, of course, you have people that's like that live in the wild, or not live in the wild. They're in the surviving in the wild, and they like they have to drink their own urine so they can stay hydrated. So I'm assuming there could be some benefits to it. I mean, like jellyfish things, a uh, number of things, but nothing that I am willing to try. See, that was my next question. I mean, if you and I got stranded on a desert island and we had nothing to drink, I mean. Well, take me out of the equation. But, I mean, would you actually do that for your own survival? Well, no, because what I would do instead is, if depending on the islands, all you really need, I mean, instead of the salt water, the ocean, if you don't have to, but um, you can, if you find this, another source of water within the island by chance, but all you really need, I mean, this is just me clumsily saying it, you just need some rocks, a little bit of sand, uh, a banana leaf, um, to help get moisture and as that water funnels through those rocks and then you have like another banana leaf below um it can it'll create its own filter system and water that you get that you know is a little dirty and things it'll help filter that into fresh clean water now of course it's not gonna be a lot at a time but oh like every little bit you'll you'll get you can get um as fresh water as you could by doing that so i would try to resort to that before drinking urine you see the out of context podcast we install knowledge we help out the common folk this is why we're popular in all the other countries see because of you so definitely take a bow on that one um and of course also you mentioned shot do you know what the origin of the shot is what you didn't even try like a shot of whiskey shot of vodka do you know what the origin is Oh, I thought you were talking about like a shot, like, you know, like a needle. 
No, no. Well, you're never going to guess. Now, the origin of a shot of whiskey is, you know, back in the Western times before black people were invented. Um, oh, my God. Yes, I went there. Um, you know, of course, a whole lot of people didn't have currency. So if you wanted a drink, you would trade in a bullet for a small glass of, of, you know, of alcohol. So you trade in a shot for a shot. That's interesting. That makes sense too. Like they, yeah. I mean, because I, I can imagine there wasn't like. I mean, there's currency, but you know, I I'm not a historian, but I can just only imagine. But that can make sense. Where did you learn that from? Oh, just little, little random things that I do. You know, I mean, like you fall down a rabbit hole of YouTube or just reading novels, you find like little things here and there. See, it's what we do here. We educate people. You know, I mean, we talk about filtering pee, the origins of shots, and. You know, I don't want to be gross, kind of too late now, but, you know, you have some people drinking their own urine. What about their fecal matter? I mean, would that would that involve any kind of nutrients? Not that I will ever, ever try that, but just something I'd I, throw out there. No, I don't know. No, I don't even want to Google that part. Um, just no. No, we're going we're gonna to speed past that. <laughs> We're, we're going to speed right past that question because now I just ate my dinner and I'm not, I'm not trying to be about that. I'm all for my sick and disgusting, but talking about eating poo, you know, if you want to see someone do that, search two girls, one cup on the internet, you'll find it. I've never seen that. No, I lie. I watched the first five seconds of it. And then after that, I was done. I was truly, truly oh, done after goodness. that. Um, okay, now that I'm exactly thrilled that to watch it anytime soon, but we have to do a challenge one of these days where we're going to record ourselves, and you and I are going to watch that, and like I will, just to see our reactions of watching it. I would have to close down the show. I would have to retire my podcast if I had to sit through that. And a little funny aside before we go even further, now I'm going to put my little one on blast here. During my former life, I got a phone call from my son's mother saying that he got in trouble in school because him and his friends thought it was a good idea to watch two girls at one two girls at one cup in the library on a library computer. Yeah. Well, I mean technically it's the school's fault for not providing um, you know, locks and stuff on their internet to prevent that. Well, but the the funniest part of the story is my uh, my eight-year-old son watched that, and I didn't. And, yeah, surprisingly didn't mentally scar him, but the first few seconds of me watching it, uh, yeah, you know, no amount of mental bleach can ever get rid of that in my skull. And uh, I don't think I can do that. I barely survived Shrek is life, Shrek is love, um, but I can't handle two girls, one cup. I think I'm uh, done with that. I mean, it stops at the poo thing with me, so it, it's good. I can barely handle my own poo, more or less somebody else's. I'm going to find something for you to watch to surprise you. I have a new goal in life now. I was just about to give up, but now I have a reason to continue on. I'm glad I can expire, you know, expire, ha, huh, no pun intended. I'm glad I can inspire you to, you know, to want to freak me out and gross me out. This is what you do as a host for this show. It's wonderful. It's really ridiculous. Spe I mean, I do that anyway just by looking at our chat history. <sighs> Once again, if somebody ever finds your laptop and goes through your browser history, I feel so bad for them. Just extremely bad for them. 
Yeah, when it, when you know how people make that joke, it's like, oh, if I die, delete my uh, browser history. No, no, share my browser history with at my funeral. Let people see. Yeah, when everybody's sitting around, you know, crying and mourning your loss, and your husband's gonna walk out and just put on a big projection screen, you know, your browser history, and we're gonna be there for hours, looking in disgust, amazement, barely any laughter at it. So congratulations. Oh, there'll be a laughter. There'll be a lot of laughter. I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. It's really ridiculous. Speaking of such, I have a question for you. See if we can expound on this a little bit. And this is really vague, so just bear with me. At your job, or just pretty much in life, how do you deal with ridiculous people? It's just me just stare, being quiet. Let them be <laughs> ridiculous. Um, because if I'm not at work, I, I'm a different person. But at work, I am being paid to take on the role and all this stuff. So I can't exactly say that someone's fucking crazy. It's just, honestly, just let them say their piece, do their own thing, just listen to them, and just kind of give them a short answer. It's like, yeah, okay, wow. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, man. Oh, dang. You know, it's just... Honestly, it's just let the person be weird and obnoxious until they have heard themselves talk about enough, and then they leave. What was the most ridiculous thing you've seen, you know, at your job? I'm just curious, because I think I have one that might can top that. I've seen so many ridiculous things, um, and the one I'm about to name, because it was just the first memory popped in my head. It's not even the most ridiculous, but I have to talk about it. This is when I worked for the gas station, but before I went, I worked at the one that you and I met at. This is when I was still work, living in uh, South Orlando, and I'm just out on the floor, you know, just cleaning or like making sure everything's looking straight. And right underneath the counter of the soda machine was a very long purple dildo, just laying there, just just laying there. Like I don't know how it got there. I don't know if it dropped out of somebody and they just left it, if it fell out of a bag. I, I, I just stood there and I was just like contemplating my life. I'm like, what, what do I do? Like, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to get napkins to touch it. I don't know where this has been. And I had to get my manager because like he, he was hilarious and he was very immature like I was. And he served, but luckily we weren't busy. <laughs> luckily. We were in the store. <laughs> because, you know, you just don't want to have to deal with other people, you know, in that kind of situation. He's laughing. He's like, all right, well, clean up. I was like, I ain't, mm, I ain't touching it. No. <laughs> He's like, really? I was like, yep, nope, you're the manager. You need to manage this. <laughs> so he got gone gloves and he, like, had, like, so much paper in each of his hands because he wanted as much protection as he could to not, so before he grabbed it, he wrapped it up in, like, a plastic bag and then put it inside a newspaper. So for, like, the next two days, anyone that was coming into a shift that didn't know about it, he was like, hey, take a look what's in there. That's, that's disturbing. Now, that raises so many questions. I mean, if it... These are questions I still have to this day. I don't know how it got there. Because I have literally walked past there, not, like, only, like, a couple minutes before. And so I don't know how it got there. I don't know. A part of me is like, did it fall out of somebody? Like, was someone walking and they just fell out? And they're like, well, it's too late now. I can't grab that. But why, why would you want... Okay, I have questions too now. What goes through your okay. mind, and I'm even afraid to even touch upon this because I know where this is going to go. Why is your first instinct of it fell out of somebody? Well, because people are kinky like that. Sometimes people will walk around, like walk around. They have like the vibrator things going on there. They they're wearing like a butt plug. 
You don't think girls walk around, or guys, or any person, like, will walk around in broad daylight wearing a butt plug. Or they can have something inserted them because it's just, like, some kind of thrill that they're into. I personally don't do this, but, again, it's just, like, kinks I've, I've read about, and I do not kink shame. And this is not a place where you kink shame. So I've just read that people do that. So uh, that's what I'm thinking is either someone was playing a prank, um, it fell out of someone's bag. But my biggest thing was it had to have fallen out, like... I'm assuming it fell out of somebody just, you know, going down their pants, or it could be somebody wearing a skirt or a dress. I, I don't know, but that was my first guess. Like, did it fall out of somebody? Because it picked up a little bit of dirt while I was laying there, so it, it, it was moisturized. It disturbs me on so many levels. The fact that, not just the fact that, uh, you know, a phallic toy fell down in a, gro- you know, in, in a gas station, what's no big shocker there, the fact that you even remembered that it was moist. And because we were talking about that, we're like, because we were having that debate, like, okay, how is this? And, you know, this is even before we even picked up. And we, like, as you go closer, he's like, ah, oh, man, it has all the dirt and stuff from the floor on it. And I was like, oh my God, that means it was wet or lubricated. And once again, the fact that you assumed, you assumed that it fell out of somebody, not their purse. Not their bag. No, you, you assumed it fell out of them. I mean, and... I came up and, with several theories, but that was one of the theories. And the fact that they didn't know that it fell out of them, which once again I'm brings... I'm sure that they did. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I, unless... I, I don't know. Unless that's like some kind of a slippery slide in there. But I would assume somebody would notice it fell out. But imagine you're in a store... There's cameras, there's people around you, like the workers, because there's myself, my manager, one other employee, you know, you fall out, you don't know if someone saw you. My first instinct, if that were to happen to me, is like, all right, I have to buy another one. I'm not, I'm not going back for it, because how am I going to pick it up, casually walk around with it, so I can go to the restroom to insert it back up there? Like, the fact, the fact that you had no shame of walking around with it, in, inside of you, I think you wouldn't have any shame just if it just plop, plop, fizz, fizz out of you. You could just pick it back up, wash it no, off, sanitizer. And... Because no one knows that you're where, that you're walking around with that. That's like between you, yourself, and your partner, if your partner's involved with that, like they know, but it's, it's like it's a private thing. It's not like you're wearing a t-shirt, like, I have something shoved up in my hoo-ha right now, or in my, yeah, or in my ass. But, but that'd be and very... Sometimes but, it could be a private thing. So if someone, like, it got busted, like, there's the whole, like, I'd be very embarrassed about that. I don't want someone to know that that's what was in me, and then it let on the floor, and it's like, oh, well... No, for me personally, like, if I was in that situation, I would abandon it. I'm like, I can buy another one. I'll buy a better one, if, if anything, because that one's clearly the used. But when you have that conversation, you know, with your loved one when you got home, you know, you're like, hey, dear, um, I'm noticing you're walking normal. Um, anything you want to tell me? No, no, you no, no, you dropped it and you didn't pick it back up. I mean, of all the money we spent on that, and I have the well, remote now, and now I can't though. use it. Those aren't that expensive. So that's the thing. It's like, if, if that was me in that situation, and I come home, and my husband's like, you're walking normal. Why are you doing that? Where's the thing? I'm like, guess what? It dropped on the gas station floor. If my husband doesn't say fair enough, we have a problem. Because if I had something in me, it falls out on the gas station floor, and then I have to pick it up, and I'm going to try to insert it back in me without properly sanitizing it, I want my husband like, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
But still. And again, those toys, a lot of them, depending on the size you want, the brand, the website, a lot of them are, are, can be very cheap. You can buy some that are like, you know, 20 bucks. Yeah, I mean, you go, go to any local adult store, you go to an adult website, even off of Amazon, you can find them. It's so... I think it's all about someone's preference. Maybe somebody would pick it back up and they have no shame in that. But I would imagine that person in that moment probably had the shame. Or, again, it could have been a prank too. I don't know. That was just my most likely theory. This all goes back to the gynophoria, the sense of someone is mentally undressing you. See, it all ties in together. Because you are thinking this person has, you know, some sort of a... You know, quality about them to where they're to where they can't pick it back up and reinsert or go to the bathroom and give it a nice little scrub you once over you know i mean you you obviously think of that person very highly to know that they can leave that there and buy another one to satisfy their husband because it's really cheap online i go the totally opposite i don't know the full story if i could go back in time and find that person adrian i would love to interview them these are just my own guesses you're the one over here kink shaming I'm like oh how could they leave it there? Why would they leave it there? There's everyone's different. I mean, for me, exactly. Example one, number one, I have never done that, but I would love the day that my husband buys one of those vibrating things and he's like, hey, put this in you and we're gonna go in the restaurant and you have to control yourself. I would love that. But if we're at a restaurant and I'm walking and that sucker falls on the floor, I'm gonna keep walking. I see that ruins the whole evening because he has it in his mind. He's gonna entertain you. And he's going you know, to make you feel all these fun stuff, good feelings and whatnot. He's going to be really disappointed over dinner. You know, he's going to say, pass the oh, roll. No, pass the roll. He's going to think it's hilarious that it fell out on the floor. And he's going to look at you and say, why don't you pick it up? All this money I spent on this extravagant evening with you and shared this with my loved one and it fell out, you didn't pick it up. You know, I mean, it's I'll right get over it. If it's, he wants it back, he can go pick it up. I'll tell, I'll point him in the right direction. It's right next, it's right next to the salad back. bar, right next to the salad bar. All you have to do is go over with your plate, cough while you're bending it over, picking it back up, and just reinsert or make a mad dash to the bathroom. Sanitizer exactly. cup right there. Like, if you want to toss my salad later, you go pick it up at the salad bar. It's right underneath where the olives are. Now you need to have a conversation with him because, I mean, he's going to think very differently of you. I mean, all the time and the effort you guys had just planned, it falls out. Moments wasted. So disappointing. You know what? You know what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Where's he at? Really? Oh. We're, we're, we're doing a oh, show no. right now. Oh, no, no, we're doing I'm a show right now. People are listening. I'm walking to where my husband is right now because we're going to settle this. Where'd he go? <sighs> he's going to be on my side for this one. No, now, he's not. Now, why are you, tra- why are you trekking down your husband? Are you on the phone? <laughs> okay, I'm on the podcast right now because my mic, I don't know if anyone can actually hear you or not. All right. Let's say that you and I are going out somewhere. You know the little vibrator thing that you can kind of shove up in there to make a girl feel things? So let's say we have one of those. I, we go out to a restaurant. You put that in me and you have the Bluetooth or on your app or the remote so I can feel that. Now let's say I had to get up to walk to the salad bar and come back. It popped out of me and fell and I didn't want to pick it back up. What is your reaction to that? Are you going to laugh or are you going to be pissed off? He's going to laugh. Fuck you, Adrian. Ha. Huh. <laughs> because this what? Why, like, would I want to pick something back off off of the restaurant floor and shove it right back up in there? Or we can just buy a new one. Or pick it up, go to the bathroom, wash it off, sanitize it, and use it for later. Come on, frugal people. That we talk about on this podcast. Be frugal. Because he's over here like, oh, Hazard's going to be mad because he spent that money. He's going to want you to go pick it back up. 
blah, blah, blah. And I said, you would just laugh about it. See the... Yeah, he said he would laugh and then I have to buy a new one, which is what would the case would be. The things that we teach our lovely people who listen to our show. Hello, UK yep. people. Hello, Turkey. Hello, Ireland. Yep, this is what we talk about here in America. Wonderful. Please, people are kinky all over the world. Don't make it just about Americans. Listen, for people in Turkey, like, I, I know they get down. I've dated a guy from Turkey before. Listen, listen. I know things. All right. Don't, don't, you, don't put sex stuff just for us weird things. People do weird things all over this damn planet. And we're not talking about kink. I was not kink shaming. I'm just saying, waste not, want not. That's just me. <sighs> Think of the kids. Think of the kids. As we go to our other um, no, as, kids. As wait, we go wait, to wait, our... hold on. Wait, no, no, because we're still. I guess this is the theme. We're talking about sex stuff today. This is the theme now. You brought us here. Um, do you want to know what a Yankee Doodle means? You mentioned a toy filling in a gas station. I was gonna actually talk about something else different. I different. I found, but no. You're gonna keep it on this subject. You're gonna stay in this car. Okay, fine. Please yep. explain to me what that is. A Yankee Doodle is the act of pinstriping a person's face or body with your semen. Like, you know, if you think about it, a guy's like, hey, how did she like the Yankee Doodle you gave her last night? And the person, like, she told me it was dandy. <laughs> now, we're going to backtrack this a little bit. Now, in the previous show, we talked about how semen goes directly towards the eye because they think it's an egg. See? I yep. mean, it all ties in together. So the Yankee Doodle Doodle Dandy goes right in the eye, and yet, bam, you have kids right there. Public service announcement from the Out of Context podcast. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You are so welcome. No. No, no, no. No, what? We're going to stay on this train, right? We're going to keep on riding this train, aren't we? No, no, okay, no, because I haven't, this is showing you that I have not been looking at my computer. Is my screensaver started to activate, and sometimes if that happens, my recording will cut off. So I was like, no, 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 no. No, no, you're still with us. (laughs) See, I'm trying to jete onto another subject, so uh, we're we're definitely going to move on from that, because I think we educated people so far. such a prude. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm such a prude telling you to pick up a toy and reinsert. Ah, frugal people. It's frugal. Ridiculous. So, <laughs> did you did you really think that person is at peace, you know, the moment they uh, left their toy behind for somebody else to find? The person is at peace knowing that they left that toy for someone else to find. Yes, pay it yes. forward. Pay it forward. Yes. What 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 gives Ashley majestic peace other than thinking about someone and their loss of a toy? Say I always find it hilarious. Uh, the for my first thought is I would want to walk the hell out of there, or walk far away so no one would think it's me. Um, my second thing is I would be feeling embarrassed for like maybe for the first few minutes, and then after I've left, I'm like that's funny as shit. I would especially find it funny now. Um, I want to say. 10 years later? Yeah, 10 years later. Holy shit, it's been 10 years since that happened. Still fresh in your mind. I wonder what that person is now. I wonder how much they can shove in them now. Can they just birth a person like it's no problem? Like they go into labor having a baby and they just sneeze and the baby comes out and they're like, oh, is it done? (laughs) Brings new meat. Brings new meat to the term Dutch oven. Um, So yeah, just... uh... I'm at peace knowing that we could talk about stuff like this without even batting an eye. It's wonderful. The only disturbing thing I found in working at said gas station 
was um, a gentleman left me a nice little conga Pac-Man line of uh, fecal matter from the hallway to the bathroom and just kept on walking. It was tremendous. And, uh, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was rabbit-sized pellets. It was more or less like roller grill type stuff. And, uh, yeah, and we all stood there and wanted to know who's going to clean it up. And, uh, no, I didn't clean it up. You know, I, you know, I had, I had a new... I had a newbie do it, and uh, it was tremendous. They never came back. Yeah, I uh, Mike's probably was far more exciting. That was actually because, and if anyone's worked in like restaurants, anything where your part of your job is making sure the the restrooms stay clean, I would like to think that everyone's gone through that kind of thing. I mean, I remember seeing that happen at any location I've ever worked at for there, even the one that we worked at together. If I saw shit i was like i'm not cleaning this i am not i will not touch this and if a manager or someone's like you have to I'm like, no i won't because i will i would rather quit this job right now than touch that you decide i can walk out of here right now with no shit on my hands or someone else can go do it that's the choice and because i was always a good worker nobody wanted me to walk out and i'm not trying to my own horn but i just know the type of worker i am and i'm always a good worker i don't like to slack off and do things so it's just like, I will quit or someone else picks up shit because I'm not picking up shit. The only shit I pick up is after my dogs when I take them for walks. That's for, it. For a split Nothing second, else. I thought you were going to say your husband. I didn't want to touch that. Um, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. It's love. But I have, but actually, no, no, no. I can, I, I can top that story. And mom, I apologize. I can top that story. Um, working overnight with, uh, with an associate who's a couple weeks new. Um, seven o'clock in the morning, it was time to go home. Um, our lovely boss, you know who she is, and she walked to store, and a young lady went to the restroom. No more than five minutes before I was about to leave, young lady poked her head out and called one of the female associates over, whispered something to her, and, you know, the lovely female assistant gave her a feminine napkin to, to take care of her, her issue at that time. So my manager, you know who she is, she goes, uh, check the bathroom before you leave. I'm like, no problem. Poke my head in the bathroom. It was a crime scene. So I'm like, um, well, yeah, there's something going on in the ladies' restroom. I'm going to go home. Take care now. Bye-bye. And she goes, no, 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 no. It's bad. So I need you to delegate your associate to go take care of it. My associate was this six foot two, 300-pound guy, really, really nice, but very squeamish. So she sent him into the battle zone, to go save Private Ryan. And uh, he went in there. And I cannot do it justice, but he let out a very girly, girly shriek. And he kept on shrieking to the tune of, oh my God, look at it, oh my God, it's everywhere, oh my God, is she dead? And uh, so my female manager, knowing who she is, she's like, no, you're going to clean it before you leave. And Adrian, you're going to delegate <clears throat> to make sure he gets everything clean. Now... When I say battle scene, take this ride with me, folks, not to be too gross or gory or anything of the sort. You know, just imagine the movie Kill Bill. You've seen Kill Bill, right, Ashley? Oh, yes. Yeah. So when Uma Thurman chops off the guy's head and blood goes everywhere, you know, very comically. No, it was everywhere. Walls, toilet, walls, floor, walls, everything. And so my associate six foot two 300 pound big old teddy bear walks in and he screams oh my god it's everywhere i cannot touch it please lord help me very loudly at seven o'clock in the morning 
I just sat there trying not to laugh. And the female manager, you know who she is, she's like, Adrian, he's not going to leave until he cleans it up. And I'm looking at her with this look on my face going, really? Because I'm tired and worked all night. She's like, no, you need to delegate. So make sure he cleans everything. And as she's telling me this, I'm hearing screaming going, oh my God, it's everywhere. Please make it stop. So I had to go in there and give him a bucket with sanitizer wipes and sanitizer water and go, here you go. And he immediately looks at me and makes a face because he's about to cry. 6'2", 300 pounds. He runs and grabs a big uh, container of bleach and douses the female restroom in bleach while screaming and crying. He was literally crying because there was so much visceral everywhere. And I cannot do it justice because once again, he's like, oh my God, it's everywhere. Oh my God, it's so red. And yeah, I, my, you know, my manager told me not to laugh because she didn't want me laughing. And yes, I think I uh, got a hernia from holding in my laughter so much. So that was pretty gross. And I had to check after him two or three times to make sure he got every little droplet. And yes, he proceeded to scream and cry. It, it's, 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 it's interesting seeing a 300 pound six foot two man cry after seeing so much blood. And uh, yeah, I think it mentally scarred him because he wasn't the same after that. Uh, which is what I wish I was present for that. I think I know who you're talking about, but uh, as in who was the person responsible to, or not responsible to having to clean that up. I just wish I was present. I would have loved to have watched that. He had zero shame and screaming bloody murder, no pun intended, because everyone in the store at 7 o'clock in the morning was getting their coffee and their danishes and their donuts and their cigarettes, and about 20 eyeballs were staring at the bathroom door as he was screaming, oh my God, it's everywhere, it's so nasty, stop! And I had to sit there and supervise him cleaning up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was... Why didn't you help him? Because the female manager, you know who she is, told me not to. She wanted me to delegate this duty, giggity, to my associate. And it was tremendous. I wish I was making this up, but it actually happened. I never heard a grown man scream so much, so loud, over so much blood. It was a horror movie. And thank God I didn't touch anything. Now, everything else is happy, but the one takeaway I'm getting from this that I actually really hate is that even though she had delegated that, oh, delegate him, you can't help him. That's awful. It's like if if someone I know is like having to do something like that and, and I have to just stand there and watch, I, it's either I am not going to be here or I'm going to help the person because it's just... So I understand your, your point of view, but for me, I would be like, no, I'm fucking helping this person. And if you try to get me in trouble, it's like, okay, I was supposed to just stand there and watch someone clean up all of this by themselves while I just stood there to make sure they were doing it. No, fuck you. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a very interesting story to tell because, I mean, you mentally can paint a picture of what happened and more or less the, you know, the loud shrieks of terror coming from this grown-ass man's voice. But, uh, yeah, I think that was more or less the beginning of the end of my tenure working at that job. But once again, another story for another day. We will do a podcast on that particular job and people will listen to it and they will actually relate to everything that happened. So, it was wonderful. So, my... My thing is, have you ever seen the water bottle test? I'm afraid to even ask what that is, but please enlighten me. What that is, is basically, like, do you you know how tampons work? We're really going to talk about this, really? Oh, yes. Like, I'm not going to get into the gruesome details, but all you do, like, if you know a female or anyone that uses tampons, just ask 
like they can they'll show you because i did this to like a couple of my guy friends and i did this to my husband i said i want to show you how this actually really works do i need to put down my do i need to put down my my uh, strawberry coolie right now yes okay no you don't you don't it's just a bottle of water you're like we're not talking <laughs> it's not actually going up in there you just get a bottle of water because the normal bottle of water it has like that small hole in the top so it's like okay so it's imagining that that's where you're going it's going into a hula and so you discard that you empty the container of the tampon into there and you have to make sure not all of it falls in because you have to leave a string out so you could pull it out later as soon as it hits that that liquid it just blows up pretty much because it's absorbing as much as it can and you'll watch videos of guys or people that just haven't they had no idea that this is how it worked. <laughs> Why did it get so big? Why is it like that? Oh my god! And then the girl or the, you know the female will tell them it's like, all right, now you have to pull the string because you gotta take it out. <laughs> um, it, obviously, in real time, you know you don't put a tampon in and then five seconds later you have to pull it out. But it's the guy's like he's trying to pull it. He's like, Ugh, this is what you have to do. This is what you have to. Do. <laughs> like it's they're funny. So now that I know that you have not done the water bottle test, I know exactly who to talk to about this. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a 46 oh. year old. I'm a 46 year old man who hasn't experienced this, and I think I can not put that on my bucket list of things to do. I mean, travel oh, to Japan. I mean, though, because I'm going to tell that person to do it. <laughs> I mean, travel to Japan, go hiking in Himalayas, pulling out a tampon. No, 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 I'm good. And uh, for all of those who are listening to this show, thinking it's a nice, lovely family show, we apologize. The views of Ashley Majestic does not necessarily uh, reflect their views of the Walker AC experience, its affiliates, and its. Uh, and in this cohorts continue i make no apologies and at this point people should have known what they signed up for they're still here after this time and they're going to complain that's their own fault okay. even listening to this podcast you know you should be know what we're about you sh- shit i can't talk you should know what we are about those are the right words i think we covered the gambit of pee poo vaginal discharge and uh ridiculous people oh and and uh and sex toys so I think we covered everything. I mean, I think the shovel has hit, you know, the, the, the ground. There's really no more digging. Um, but, yeah, do you have any topics, by the way, as we continue on to the 40-minute mark of the show? Hey, like, kind of like sticky tape with the weird, disgusting stuff. I, don't, I couldn't, I can't think. We've been talking about this. I'm like, oh, yeah, the other day I saw a butterfly. No. Like, <laughs> but... I saw a um, plastic bag flapping in the wind. I thought that was the most peaceful thing ever. But no, go ahead. Speaking of a plastic bag flapping in the wind, um, do you know that dang a stripper is like eating a noisy bag of chips in church? Everyone looks at you with disgust, but deep down inside, they want some of that too. No, absolutely not. That's disturbing <laughs> on so many levels. I cannot believe you... Never mind. I'm not going to say I can't believe you said that because no, I, I, I really can't believe you said that. I dated a stripper once. Once. Once and never again. So don't even want to ponder that, even think about that. It was disturbing. Hey, no, you have to know. Now you have to share the class. Why? Why would you never want to date one again? <sighs> For those of you who are strippers out there, this does not pertain to you. So generally speaking, my own personal experience. Daddy issues. Serious, serious daddy issues. No, no, never again. It's like uh, buying a shiny new car. It's great to look at. But after a while, it's way too expensive and would do mentally damage to you if it breaks down. No, no, I'm good with that. Never again. That's not sharing with the class. Like, 
I am oh, not. Daddy issues. Basically, again, it's a stereotype. I don't fully believe it, but you know, the stereotype of strippers is, is daddy issues or mommy issues or some kind of bit issues, you know, or you just want money. Honestly, if I could be go back 10 years and be single and have the body I had then, I would have perceived being a stripper because, holy shit, I could have made some money. Dead eyes. They have dead eyes. It's like the movie I It. I mean, you would have to. Like you would mo- have to have dead eyes. You're, something dies within you because, you know, the, it's a gruesome. It's not an easy job. There's a lot of physical work to it. And then you're constantly being harassed. You have to deal with perverts. You have to deal with stalkers, creeps. You have to deal with, like, the spouses of those people that come in and bust you, but they want to yell at you and not the spouse instead. Uh, I have two friends that are, that or, well, they used to be. They were strippers over in Tampa. And, um, like, I've heard the stories. And it, so, I, by all means, am I not making it seem like, oh, yeah, I, I could have easily done that. No, it takes a lot of work, and a lot of people that try to be a stripper can't make the cut because it's a very physical, emotional, and mentally damaging type of career because just all forms of harassment will come at you. And then on top of that, there's a lot of people that will judge you for being a stripper. And there's people, like the one of my two friends that I know that used to be a stripper, she used to do that to earn money to have a, a good household because she had a younger si- a sibling that was disabled. So being a stripper helped make all that income to take care of that sibling. Now she has like a really good career and stuff because she was also going to college while doing all this stuff. I mean, she stayed being a stripper for as long as like, you know, like I, I don't wanna say like she was pretty youthful like in her like early 20s to mid 20s. And then she kind of stopped when she hit like around, I think 27, 28. Um, so, I mean, but that's what she was doing. So people do it just to support someone. Sometimes they just want to get that money and live their life. That that would have been my state of mind. If I can go back then, that would be my state of mind. It's like, I'm going to have to do it. I want that money. It's going to suck. But I went through a lot of harassment myself. Not comparing it at all, but it's like, back then my mentality was I was used to that kind of thing. If I can get money, you know. I, w- I would try that. If I can go back now, obviously I'm married. I do not have that kind of body anymore. So I will not try to pursue that career. That's well, why I'm getting old. Well, I mean, there, there are not a whole lot of male stripper places out there. And I could never do it because, number one, uh, I break a hip if I try to move. And, two, um, my ass would move and it wouldn't stop moving. My the rest of my body would, but my ass would still keep jiggling. And I would go home. But you'll get money. I would get nickels and dimes and stuff like that. I would empty out my G-string, be jiggling full of change and stuff for tolls on the way home. And maybe I'd get a couple dollar bills for maybe maybe a double cheeseburger. Um, But no, I could not do anything of the sort because number one, eh, no, I I couldn't, you know, shake it around, you know, older mothers and stuff like that. I don't want anybody recognizing it's me, you know, in the grocery store. Hey, aren't you, uh, aren't you Black Rod on stage? No, no, that's not me. That's that's my cousin. Um, also, chocolate thunder. That's disturbing on so many levels. No, well, actually, I have two. I have two stripper names. One would be either like for the holidays, I would be Chunky Tinsel, and inspired by um, the cranberry juice brand. Uh, uh, during the regular seasons, I would be Ocean Spray. There's a silence after that. You, you, <laughs> do, do, do you realize there was silence after that? Gee, okay, fine. Front, front, let me hop on that train for a couple seconds here and then quickly jump off. Uh, my stripper name would be uh, not Chocolate Thunder because that's just typical stuff. Um, it would be Honda Civic. 
um, you know, because my hatchback, and uh, it would be probably um, bucket Oreo, because once again, you know, my big ass. Yeah, I think, I think as far as I can go. Uh, actually, I dated a young lady in my 20s, and I did not know that her sister was a stripper. Yeah. Fast forward a couple of weeks into the relationship, uh, my, my brother just turned 21, and he conned me by money to take him and his friends to a strip club, and I'd be the designated driver and get paid for this. So I take them to the strip club, and I'm sitting there, my arms folded in a smoke-filled room, and all of a sudden I see my girlfriend's sister on stage. She looks at me, I look at her, she quickly covers up, approaches me, and then she says, what the hell are you doing here? I look at her, I'm saying, what the hell are you doing here? And she looks at me, she says, working. And I'm like, you're in a strip club and you're covering up. Why? Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty awkward. So I told my girlfriend the next day, she laughed about it, but it was definitely mind-numbing and uh, yeah, it, it was Wow, it was so you were that. a snitch. Uh, yeah. You told, you told on her sister. Well, I mean, obviously she knows her sister works at a strip club. The last thing she needs know. is... She, maybe she didn't know that. Maybe she didn't know. Some they, people want to keep it a secret. You snitched her out. They lived what? together. At the time they lived together. Duh. They don't know people could be secretive. Like, she could have just said, you know, anything. Like, you know, she could have walked out in normal clothes and she was going to work at a restaurant. And then she got to work and she changed into her stripper clothes. Only you... Or basically just got out of her outfit. Only you can see the bright light in this. That's, that, that, that yes, that. because I I live like I, I lived that like sort of that life. I was sort of people that work that work in the like in the sex industry. Uh, I've just always I've always been exposed to it. So um, no, I haven't had any type of like where I worked in the sex industry. But again, I've had friends and I've known people because when, when you're born and raised in Orlando, you see things and you meet people. Um, so I always like to see when it comes to those type of things, I see the brighter side. I look at it differently because I don't want to judge a book by the cover, especially when it comes to those things, because I see what happens when people get slut shamed and they're like judgmental. And I hate that so bad. See, we here at the Out of Context podcast, we accept anybody. We don't slut shame. Our goal here is to enlighten you about if dildos fall down on the floor. You don't pick them up. Or... Drinking your own urine for healthy purposes. We are here to educate. This is what we do here at the Out of Context Podcast. So, what about your plugs? Where can people find you, dear Ashley? You can find me on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. Um, that's the only place you're going to find me. You find me anywhere else, it's either private or it is not me or it is not active. But you're more than welcome to add me on Instagram, again, as Majestic Nerd Lady, it's a private account, but you can send me a message and say, hey, I'm here from the podcast, I listen to you, you're funny, um, Adrian wishes he could be like you, uh, personally, you could do so much better if you just did this on your own, like, things like that, I mean, man, I mean, honesty, it's all about being honest. And if you do find Ashley Majestic still do on a floor at a gas station, wrap it up, wash it off, and send it back to her care of the Walker AC experience. She will gladly thank you. Tell this person said the water bottle experiment, they're going to put Kool-Aid into that water bottle. Cherry flavor Kool-Aid. So, 
<laughs> you can always find us under walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And it is the holidays, of course. So go on to cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E. The experience uh, merchandise is on sale, 40% off, 50, 60% off. So get your holiday gifts, support the experience, support Cafe Press, and of course, support us on 21 different apps to where you can listen to our shows. These are all free apps. Click on like, subscribe, comment to the Walker AC experience. Get those algorithms up. So next time you're looking for a good podcast, it's going to recommend us. So, oh. Hold on, hold on one second. Ashley, you still there? Yes. I have somebody buzzing in from another from another location here that I think um, they might want to add in their two cents to this show. So g- give me give okay. me g- give me one second. I'll, I'll like let me link them in, okay? Because uh, okay. we're gonna have actually I'm gonna step aside. I have a special host that's gonna buzz in, and it's going to do our favorite show. What show, you may ask? It is a show that brings families together. It is a show that educates, makes you feel good inside, gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling around a campfire during these holiday times, December, Christmas. So it's our own favorite Christmas game show. The show that binds. I just want I, no, 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 no. I just want to say, if it's Sarah that's about to pop in, we're not doing that. We're not doing that game show because we're going to say a bunch of other things pertain to what we've been talking about. We're skipping that show today. Well, she is buzzing in, so she is going to take over the show. May I introduce to you the host of Cerebrus featuring Miss Bradley. Sarah Bradley, she's buzzing in, so here we go. Welcome, Sarah. Hi. Sarah. <laughs> I can't hear so, you. Wait, have you been listening? Have you been listening? Have I been listening? Yes. Okay, so you do realize what, like, what I was hinting to, what you have to do now. <laughs> yes? You must show him. You must show him the water bottle trick. You have to. You have to now. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll, I'll send you something. How, how do you not know? You are just as sick and demented as I am. How the fuck do you not know about the water bottle hack? It's nothing that I've ever heard of before, but it sounds mildly terrifying. <laughs> No, it's not. Basically, you're showing a dude how a tampon works. You get a water bottle, you take a tampon, you put the tampon in the water bottle, and you show them how it works. Do you really want to traumatize a man like that? Yes. I did it to my own husband. I showed him how it worked. I've done it to male coworkers because I was like, you want to see how it works? Their dumbasses are like, sure. Yes, honestly, I can imagine almost every male that I know being like, absolutely sure. How does that work? And then being fucking flabbergasted at how disgustingly huge that thing gets. Gotta fill it up. Gotta fill it up. Good lord. So now it's time to play the game, and I'll hand it over to the host. And actually, she 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 will quiz she will quiz you on the game. We have 15 minutes left, so by all means, I want her to stump you. So by all means, Sarah, take it over. Dun dun dun. Play with Sarah. Pick the porn. It's time for pick the porn. So let's do it. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have lost in penetration. Three men and a vagina, and fatal erection. Which one is the fake porn? 
I'm like, they're real porn, though. <laughs> Three men in a vagina? I mean, come on now. Um, the last one, it has to be fatal erection. I have to go with the first one. It, ha- it The first one has to be fake. Is that your final answer? Yes. Wrong! Which one's the fake one? Three men and a vagina. Oh, no, we're going to Google for this. Three men and a vagina. <laughs> vagina. Or no. Let's take a look here. Take a look. Now that we're um, Googling this. Three men, one pussy. Three men pucking in one vagina. Three guys, one pussy. Three guys, one pussy. See, see. No, what would this? Three men actively penetrate asshole, vagina, and mouth. Good God. Okay. <laughs> um, I learned some new stuff. Wait, no, three men... Three men sex in the vagina together. Three men sex in the vagina together. That's not the title. Ti- that's not the title of it. Oh my God, semantics. Three. Semantics. It actually says three men men sex in the vagina together. That is not the title. Three men men sex in a vagina together. I said three men and a vagina, as in three men and a baby. Uh, no. You no. know these are all puns, you right? You can't switch it to that. You can't switch it to that. They're they're all puns. Every single one from puns. Every single one. <laughs> I did this at a party that I had, and it was a huge hit. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Kangaroos have three vaginas? How far is my scrolling? Oh, God. Stop. Stop. Okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. Okay. The next one. Next one. Missionary impossible. Poke a hot ass. You've got male genitalia. Oh, man. What was the first one? Missionary Impossible. You know, like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because I love the other two titles, I'm going to go with Missionary Impossible. And you would be correct. Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I Hell almost yeah, could not read Pocahontas. Is that supposed to be off of Pocahontas? Yes. Oh, my lord. I was thinking Pokemon. Dude, we are two it's, different type of people. I mean, it's the internet, and there is porn of it. So. I just want, I'm mad right now before you go to the next round, that I'm trying to get on National, Ge- National Geographic.com, and it wants me to put in my email, and I don't want to put in my email, but I want to read the article about kangaroos having three vaginas. They have three? Yes. Imagine having that period. Oh, my God. Let's see, koalas, wombats, and Tasmanian devils all share the three vagina structure. Besides one carry sperm, the two uteruses, and male marsupials often have two-pronged penises. Really? While the middle vagina sends the joey down to the outside world. I mean, I'm thoroughly interested in the two-pronged penises. But three vaginas? And two uteruses? Imagine the power of Google. I kept scrolling while searching for three men, one vagina, and it took me to kangaroos have three vaginas. Now I need to research that because I'm disturbed but also intrigued. I'm going to put it in the kangaroos have three three vagines. Vagines. Okay, we still have two more games. Two more games. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) The first one made me giggle. Um, The raw skank rehumption. The Cock That Rocks the Cradle and Ass Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, if you prefer. 
I want to go with the second one. And you would be correct. Hell yeah, yeah. The cock that rocks the cradle. <laughs> so two there's for three. A, there's, a, there's, a, there's a YouTube video. Okay, before you go to the last one. There's a YouTube video that says, why does a kangaroo have three vaginas? And I need to watch that. The channel, the channel is called Loose Women. <laughs> oh my god. There's a screenshot in the chat. Oh my fucking god. There's a screenshot in the chat? Probably. Probably. Oh god. <laughs> okay, last one. Last one before we give Adrian an absolute conniption. Uh, okay. I come on genie. Leprechaunt. And dude, where's my virginity? Please let big dude, where's my virginity? Is that your final answer? Yes. False. Damn it. I come <laughs> on genie is the fake one. So two for four, that's 50%. That's still really good. And now she feels Wait, ejected. Male, male kangaroos have two penises. That's what you said. Pronged, two pronged penises. Yeah, but I wasn't answering in the male marsupials. So, so question, are they... confirming male kangaroos. Are they top and bottom? about other marsupials. Well, I would assume all marsupials, but are they like side by side or top and bottom? Um, let me look. Wait, I like, Where'd it go? Now I'm really curious. Because like that... I read a lot of monster porn... Okay, a lot of really weird shit. And there was a monster. With, gonna... <laughs> there was totally a Go monster ahead. with two dicks. Um, and I thought it was a missed opportunity that he ended up with two dudes because uh, they didn't use both at the same time in the book. Uh, great book by Cleo Evans. If everyone wants to, if anyone wants to read really good monster porn, um, I mean they're short novellas, but like they didn't use both at the same time, which I thought was a lost cause. But now I'm thinking marsupials. Interesting. So either with this episode, we're either going to get more followers or we're going to lose a bunch. <laughs> okay, I just found an article. It's called 14 Days of, Geni- of Genitals. Day 9, Marsupial Snatch Attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> Is this what we're going to talk about in our date? Yes, it is. We're we're gonna we're gonna get kicked out. We're going to that one place. <gasps> wait, wait. We go. Okay, after we go eat dinner, we can go find a bar and we sit at the bar. And we have drinks. Yes. And we talk about this stuff. Yes. Dude. Okay. Hear me out. We find a bar. Like if there's a nearby Longhorns or something. There, there's there's bars drink. nearby there. We're going to what? Super Saiyan, right? Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was not really into Dragon Ball Z, but I know what they are. Now you ladies can actually create a game of pick the porn for the bar. I I, I did pick the porn no, 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 at we my need party. To it. We need to patent the game first. We do. Before we have bars and stuff the using problem it and with then that, we get no credit. The problem with patenting a game like that is that they're constantly coming out with more porn. And these are all punny porn names. So it's kind of like, uh, what is it? The, that trivia game. That old trivia game that I used to, I used to love that shit. It's like, um, what's that old trivia game that used to be really popular? It could be like Trivia Pursuit. That's it. Trivial Pursuit. Um, Now, if you look at Trivial Pursuit, about half of this stuff is no longer relevant. Like there's one that asks who has never been Batman. It lists everyone that's been Batman. 
And the but correct answer here, was... Pick the porn. It's constantly evolving. Exactly. Just like with Cards Against Humanity. Exactly. There's things, there's cards. Like, so it's still going to work. As more porn comes out every day, there's more pick the porn names. We should make it into a card game. We need to patent that shit. Sell it on Cafe Press. Patent it. Patent it. Sell it along with um, those people that do exploding kittens and... uh oh, the burrito. Yeah, the burrito thing. Yeah. <laughs> so as the show comes to a close, because I know... You're, like you're still reading your fun articles and everything, my dear Ashley. Any final words for everyone out there? We thank you so much for listening to the show. And yes, we probably lost followers and probably get canceled by now. So, um, multi-pronged penises. And dildos found on the floor. So what do you have for us before we leave? Three vaginas. Oh, wait, hold on. Like, what if, okay, if you kick the marsupial in the balls, do both the penises hurt too? Oh, do they have more than two balls? Do they have four? Good question. Or are the balls just bigger? Oh my god. Or is it? I need to call a scientist. Because, like, think about it. Kangaroos are people-sized. How terrifying would that be? To see giant-ass kangaroo balls. Fucking terrifying. A kangaroo is going to come step next to your table, and you're going to hear two thumps. That's so scary. Ashley, finish up. <laughs> That's so scary. One yeah. reason to stay away from Australia. <laughs> Hello to Australia out there. Please write us and let us know about kangaroo balls. We need to know. What happens in the outback stays in the outback. <laughs> so what do you have for us before we end this show? Uh, what did the evil chicken lay? What? Deviled eggs. <laughs> Uh, good night. I love it. <laughs>